Hello, hello, hello. This is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. Another episode here. And I have a new guest. Her name is Rika. I actually brought her in because I would like to know from a new mom's perspective what it's like to um, raise two new babies these days. And also, I would like to find out, you know, from her what she thinks about career mom and can she have it all. So, Rika, it's me and you're on. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, Mary. Thank you for having me on today. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yes. So, I have a four-year-old boy. He turned four last week. Mm -hmm. And I have an 11-month-old girl. And she will be one at the end of this month. So when I met you, you were actually um, single. You didn't have any kids yet. You um, you were just going out with uh, Pete. And then, you know, when you're single, you're like, you go out, you party. And then me, on the other hand, I was juggling with two little babies, so I couldn't go out as much. So now <laughs> that you, <laughs> yep. So anyways, um, so now that you're a new mom with two little babies, Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Can women rise to the highest levels of their chosen careers and still have sufficient time with their families? And the reason why I want to know, or I structured this, this way, this question is because I have seen so many, um, uh, career women out there that once they, you know, got married and have babies, it's almost like, they're shocked, like, you know, and sometimes overwhelmed. So I'm like trying to figure out, oh, okay, well, I would like to know how my friend Rika here is doing. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, well, it seems like those days were a long time ago, back when we used to go out. And, you know, I remember you telling me that things were hard because you had two little ones at the time. Yes. Uh Um, But I would have never been able to tell that had you not actually told me that. You know, you always seemed like you're having a good time and you're always ready to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good time. But yes, now I fully understand what kind of pressure it is to, you know, I guess have it all. Because there, I think, is this idea that you can just have a life and a career and then you can have children and then your life goes on exactly as it was before you had children. But we know now that's not true, right? Yes. Uh huh. It's totally different. Yes. Um, before I had kids, uh, well, when we met, I was in grad school and I was finishing up and I took a little bit of, um, Time a little off? bit of time uh-huh. before I pursued a full-time job. I had two part-time jobs and then I really went like diving into my career and I was, you know, doing pretty well. I was pretty successful. I was pretty happy. And, um, I got, ended up getting married and then I had my first son and, you know, it's coincidental at that time, my husband was starting a business the year that I got pregnant. So, 
you know, starting a business requires a lot of work and having a baby requires a lot of work. So a lot of things changed very fast for me. And I guess I just, I didn't really think about how challenging it was going to be to have a new business and a new baby. And I think we'd been married for maybe three years at the time. Uh So, you know, to answer your question, can a career mom have it all? Uh Well, I decided to take a break. I was very much the workaholic. I worked crazy hours and then I went out with my friends after work and that kind of lifestyle just wasn't sustainable once I had a baby. And having a background in developmental psychology, working with children uh, for a lot of my career, I just, there were certain things that, certain decisions I think that I came to where I wanted to be with my son And my husband with his business was traveling quite a bit and we didn't have family close by. So I decided it was time to take a break. And I was far enough along in my career where I felt like if I took a break right now, it'd be okay. I could go back and it wouldn't be like I needed to start over or anything. I'd I'd build up enough of a a resume. Um, But I guess ultimately how I feel about the question can she have it all? I think that moms can have it all, but maybe just not all right at the same time. I think that a woman who wants to have it all. Something's got to give, right? Right. Something has to give. Okay. And in order to have it all, you need to be very thoughtful about what you want and what you want your plan to be and how you want to move forward with your plan. And Maybe you might not end up in the place you thought you would be. I definitely am not where I thought I would be. If you were to ask me five years ago what my five-year plan was, this is not what it was. Yeah. But I think life takes different turns and you follow the path. You just keep moving forward. And as long as you have some goals in mind and a plan in place, you will get there have to be determined and remember that there are certain things that you want and you just keep moving towards them. Okay. So can women have it all? I think you can, just not, perhaps not at the same right, time. exactly at the same time. Yeah, not at the same time, especially if you're just a new mom, right? Because like what you said, you, you kind of made a decision that you want to focus on your, at the time it was, a, you know, your son, rather than trying to juggle with the career and having a son. I've always believed that um, you can't focus and give 110 of yourself if you're doing two things at one time. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I do want to say, though, that, you know, this was my story. This was my decision. Uh But a lot of moms, you know, you have to do what's good for you. And for some people being in the office, pursuing a career, um, that is what they would rather the do than be a stay-at-home mom. And that's okay too. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of kind of like what works for you and your family and how to make that work. Mm-hmm. Once you have a family, it's very much trying to figure out, you know, it's What's not just about you and your decisions anymore, right? It's yes. about you and your partner and your children or your child. And I think there's a huge transition there where you have to start really thinking about, other people 
other than yourself. Just what your own needs are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, right. the, and growing with those people and making decisions together. Yeah. Well, I had to do the same thing, um, Rika. I had to make a decision where. When I met Mike, I was working, right? And I think we ran into a, a, where? A children's hospital? Well, it's really children now. It used to be children's hospital. Didn't right. I run in? Yeah, that's what yes, I thought. Yes. And yeah, then, maybe about 10 years ago, I think they changed it. Yes. So, um, and I knew that you were working a lot of hours traveling from here to, was that San Francisco or San Jose? And then coming back. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, she's working, you know, like a lot, which is good, though, because you were single and that's what you're supposed to do. But like what you said, once you have once you get married and have kids, it's almost like you have to. Well, for me, I had to make a decision, too. I'm like, OK, I can't go back to work and then end up um, neglect. I wouldn't say neglect because it's kind of a harsh word for me, you know, like not taking care of my kids, you know, because Mike, I wouldn't, I can't rely on Mike to do it a hundred percent because he's also working. He's trying to, you know, him and I are trying to get our business um, going. It was like in 2005, I believe, 2006, that those were the crucial um, years for us because we were trying to build our business. I was like, okay, fine. Then I'll quit my job. And I'm like, let's just, you know, I told my husband, I'm gonna just work on our business 100%. So that way I can also be at home. And I have my own schedule, where I can do both, you know, like work a little bit in the business, because I was working from home and then taking care of the kids. And even with that, I have two little babies. So the the gap was only a a year and a half. So I feel like I had, I had twins. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so tough. Having them close together. Yes. And I think it's great because eventually they become friends, hopefully. But in the beginning, that's so hard. Oh, yes. In the beginning, it was so hard because um, we have a mutual friend. And remember, Rose, she used to call me all the time and said, hey, Mary, come on, let's let's do lunch. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, I can't go anywhere because, you know, my kids need to take a nap. Otherwise, someone, you know, someone's going to be cranky. And it's mm-hmm. usually uh, my daughter. So I said, I can't join you. But if you want to come over here, then that would be better. And so. We kind of like worked it out there mm-hmm. as far as our schedule. But um, yeah, and at that time, I was like, wow, she's got a lot of energy. And here I am. I'm like just trying to keep up with my two kids. <laughs> and Right, right. And that's I, tough, too. You know, that's that's in those times when you are, you know, a new mom and you have young kids. And it's so hard as you are figuring out who you are as a new mom and getting to know your child. And then, you know, comparing your experience with other moms, like that can be tough too, because there's so many different ways to be a mom and so many different parenting styles. But it's good that you guys had each other, like uh, your circle of friends all had kids around the same time, which was nice. Yeah sort of help support each other and learn from each other. I feel like I learned so much from you guys. And I didn't even have kids. And I remembered a lot of those things when <laughs> I finally had kids. Like I remember there was one time that we all went to brunch and uh-huh. I was the only one there that didn't have a kid. Uh-huh. And I remember it was Kathy. She did a one-handed diaper change and threw <laughs> that diaper across the bench, like over 
another kid into a trash can and made it in. And I was like, that is such a pro mom move. (laughs) (laughs) What were you thinking back then? Because I think you're the only one that didn't have any kid. Remember, everyone almost in our circle of uh, friends, like we, we've, we at least have one or two, right? And then you're the only single one that didn't have any kid. I mean, were you kind of like feeling out of place at that time or? No, no. I, you know, I knew that. So kids for me was always going to be something I felt like was going to happen. It Mm -hmm. just wasn't the right time for me. I was still, I think at that point I was still in grad school or I was finishing up and I just, there were just some things I wanted to do before having kids. And I just wanted to be supportive of my friends who did have kids. And I've always loved them and worked with kids for a lot of my career. So um, I knew the time would come, but I just wasn't ready quite yet. Well, you know, I want to, you know, I want to like mention something that for me, because you were talking about, oh, I knew that, I mean, you knew that you, you know, your time will come. It's just, you know, at that time, it wasn't the right time. Well, for me... I look back now after what, having kids and I'm thinking, I'm so glad that I partied my heart out when I was, you know, when I was single and didn't have any kids (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I'm seeing some people out there that didn't do that because they were in school. But then now they're like, oh, okay. Seen other um, parents out there that are like, they feel like they, you know, oh, we got to go check this out or go out because they feel like they're, I don't know. I don't know what they're feeling like. You know, I mean, I can't speak for them, but I know mm-hmm. for a fact that I've seen that, you know, some other, you know, parents, they feel like they want to go out because they're probably thinking, hey, I need a break and party. But for me, I'm focusing on my kids and my business and other stuff I need to do, you know, around the house, as well as just the, you know, the driving back and forth. I don't, yeah, I don't have a desire to do something else like, you know, (laughs) going out. I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh, Well, you know, I think that was similar for me. I really did party a lot when I was younger. I had a really great opportunity to just, you know, be with girlfriends and a good group of friends and, we just went out a lot. We had a good time. We did all the things that you do in college. And, you know, it was fun, like through early career, you know, to just, I think during grad school, I really slowed down and just really buckled down and focused on my studies. In those years, you know, before I met my husband, you know, we went out a lot and it was nice to have that time that was mine um, and to be able to you know, just live life on my terms. Mm -hmm. Great. And now I feel like I do get nostalgic for those times. And on occasion, I'll go out, you know, have dinner with friends, and then we'll plan to go out afterward. But then I just get tired and I want to go home. Like (laughs) there's no more all night ragers for me. (laughs) I feel like I really need to plan for those things. (laughs) Like ahead of time, I need to like take a nap before going out if I'm going to stay up late. (laughs) Because, you know, no matter what, I'm still going to have to be up at six or seven with my kids. You know, when they're little like they are now, they get up really early. Yeah. Yeah. Like daylight savings is coming and you get the... Is it, do we get the extra hour in the fall? 
I think so. Yeah. I think <laughs> well, you don't as a parent. That's why I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, ju- I mean, I can, I can relate with you because I remember Avon is the morning riser. He would wake up like at six every morning. It doesn't matter what time he goes to bed at night. It's like once the sun is up or once it's bright outside, he just know he's, he's awake. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. And he comes to, you know, our room and he'll be like, Oh, I want to eat. I'm hungry. Or, oh, I want to watch this. Or I want to play, you know, with this. And I'm just like, I just want to go to bed and sleep in. <laughs> and I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? So the po- I used to be a night owl. Not anymore. <laughs> so, so the point is, I'm like, if I go out and I come home late, that means that I have to get up early. So is it worth it for me? So sometimes I'm like... Uh, probably not anymore. I would go out with girlfriends though, just for, you know, dinner. And then once in a while, a night out just to support them. But as far as me, like I said, craving it or wanting to go out just for whatever reason, it's like, it's weird. Your priority change as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I love just like a good nice dinner with friends Mm -hmm. and to go out drinks maybe a little dancing and then we go home like I don't feel like I need to stay out all night long you know what I love a good Sunday afternoon party really like a home party (laughs) that's what I like now yeah it could be at home or it could be out somewhere but just you know like lunch drinks and hanging out and you know, like, I feel like that's good. And yeah. in that, in, in those scenarios, you know, like the kids are together and they're playing and, you know, they play with each other and then uh-huh. friends can hang out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, you yeah, know what? Life just evolves. Yeah. Well, you know what, Rika? I mean, it's been like a while since I talked to you. It's been a while, right? Until recently I said, hey, Rika, do you want to be on my podcast? You know, you're a new mom. <laughs> Let's talk about it here. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, you know, you, you're more than welcome to come by and, you know, we'll chit chat or plan maybe a dinner or something. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So <laughs> I, so the next questions, okay, this is the next questions mm-hmm. that I have for you. Okay. As a new mom, when you first had your first child, did you like, um, did you think or maybe kind of realize that I need to change my schedule or my routine, you know, to figure out what would work for you, you know, as far as, let's say, taking care of your kid or your son and then trying to get as much done as you can in the home, you know, just trying to be productive. Did you, because mm-hmm. I remember when I was um, trying to raise two little ones, I'm like, okay, how can I be more productive today or tomorrow or this whole week? So I have everything kind of planned out in my head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did I have to be flexible, adjust to figure things out? Yes. To all of that. It was just, it was probably one of the hardest things that I've had to learn that I feel like I continuously have to learn because before I was on running on my own schedule. It was very type A. It was very much like an achiever. I'm a type like a, a too. <laughs> yeah. Like always getting the good grades, uh-huh. always thinking like, Oh, you try hard enough. You can figure it out. But parenthood was just, just, it's something else. Like 
there's just nothing really prepares you for this. Like as much as I hung out with you guys, another friends with kids and worked with kids and saw all the families who brought in their kids with all sorts of things going on, you know, it just doesn't really prepare you to really understand what it means to have your own baby. And, you know, I think, I think that my son really was meant for me because he taught me a lot of hard lessons really? and I was very stubborn about mm-hmm. wanting things to be my way, uh-huh. about planning things in a way that I thought made sense. But my son came along and, well, we can get into this probably in greater detail another time, but if you ever want to have a birth conversation, um, that was a very, very tough birth for me. And I know that that experience or that opinion is relative because a lot of people have various experiences uh-huh. um, that, you know, might, one might think is tough and another person doesn't. But in any case, for me, I did feel as though I had a really tough birth experience and a really tough recovery and a really tough baby. He was, he just had a lot of fine tuning issues in the beginning where, you know, he had to see the doctor a lot, just a lot of things going on where there wasn't anything really Serious? Like, yeah, it was yeah. nothing serious. Like, uh-huh. there was no, like, huge health issue. But uh-huh. Just so many little things here and there that added up that felt very overwhelming to me. Especially and, as a new mom, right? I mean, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Right. And also recovering from birth. I had a pretty tough birth with a pretty long recovery. Mm-hmm. And just dealing with you know, a colicky baby with a number of just things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. And I thought like, oh, okay, like, you know, you know, so it's standard to have like a six week checkup. And mm-hmm. then after you are signed off by the doctor as being fine, just, you know, you imagine you're just going to return back to your life the way it was, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know? Like your body is still recovering you know, you're still getting to know your baby, your baby's probably not sleeping, you know, that much yet. And there's just so many things that I didn't expect, you know, like I was very much like a boot camp, yoga, like exercise outdoors. And all of a sudden, I couldn't do any of those things. And yeah. I really had to be really had to learn how to be forgiving uh-huh. of myself and my body and everything that my body had just done for me, like my body birthed a human being. Yes. And that is an amazing thing. And I didn't give myself credit for that. I was like, how come I can't go to yoga? Mm-hmm. How come I can't go to boot camp? You know, like things that I thought that that you're gonna be able I to would do. just like bounce right back. Yeah. And, you know, like those things didn't happen. And I had a baby that cried all the time. And my husband was, you know, trying to stand up a business and he was traveling a lot and I was alone and it was isolating and very different from the life that I'd had before. Well, Mike, and I had a, a job that was uh-huh. very, um, you know, I worked a lot of long hours and then all of a sudden I had a baby and a life that didn't really accommodate that lifestyle I had before. So a lot of things changed. A lot of adjusting had to happen and, you know, did you, you have to do it without much sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you feel like that you needed to reach out to any of your friends to kind of find out, hey, am I the only one? I mean, did you kind of like think like, am I the only one that experiencing this? Or you kind of knew that other women probably like your friends had experienced something like that. I mean, you didn't because because, you know, I didn't even mind 
I mean, I don't mind if you had reached out to me. I didn't know you were going through all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, at the time, I don't think that I knew. Like, so I knew that having a baby is hard. Mm -hmm. Did I understand that my experience was really different from anyone else? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I realized that for a long time. That, really? Like, just like the the variety of experiences that somebody can have. Like, even like the type of, you know, like the personality type of your baby or the type of birth that you can have or the type of recovery you could have. Like, I was just trying to tread water, like just trying to stay afloat. Uh -huh. and figure things out moment by moment and I just you know it didn't really never like, thought about it to reach to me yeah. that other people that you... had totally different experiences and now so I made a lot of different decisions the second time when I got pregnant and uh -huh. then had my second baby and things went very different and I mean really like the the story that I would love to tell is how my first experience, it was very hard, helped me, helped guide me in my decisions when I got pregnant the second time and how different of an experience that was and that you can have a really hard experience and still have a really good experience next. Because, you know, for a long time, I didn't want to have another baby. So I was like, oh, that was just awful. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I could have told you <laughs> that, Rika, so if you tired. told me. And, you know, like so many people were like, oh, when are you going to have another one? And I was like, mm -mm, I'm not doing that. But at some point, my son, I just, you know, I realized he really wanted a sibling. And I didn't really feel like our family was, was complete. Uh -huh. And I just took a leap of faith. Uh -huh. And my husband and I decided to try for another one. And. It happened like right away and it didn't the first time. Yeah. So even from that point, it was very different. Uh-huh. So, well, you know what they say yeah. that, you know, for every babies or for every pregnancy that you have, it's always going to be different experience. It's never going to be the same. Like, mm -hmm. like with my first one, to tell the truth, I had a hard time with my son too. As a matter of fact, he was a preemie. The whole pregnancy oh was like, yeah. And then there was a point that I was bedridden because I was, you know, I was just bleeding and were like trying to, you know, keep the baby in there to, you know, to, you know, until it's like ready to come out. But for whatever reason, Avon just wanted to come out. So after finally Avon came out and then somehow we didn't plan for the second baby. It just happened. <laughs> I, I call them God's gift to us, right? It's lucky, mm -hmm. you know, that's how I look at it. So, I mean, for you, you planned it, you know, you planned the second baby, you know, at least you put some thought into it. For me, the second <laughs> one, I didn't even plan it. And I was like, whoa, I'm <laughs> pregnant. So I'm like, <laughs> dad and then mike was like shocked because he was you know he was like wait a minute are we ready for this yet um we're we still have a little one you know because like i said it's like a year and a half apart so we still have a little one we're gonna have a second one how are we gonna do this i had to calm this guy down i mean i was <laughs> like calm down dude i mean we gotta have all we need to do is just to have a game plan right but mm -hmm. then i made a decision as well like you and, you know, with Avon, I was actually, um, um, what do you call that when you're di um, have a diabetes? Because, uh, oh, gestational diabetes. Yes. Gestational mm -hmm. diabetes. Yeah. I developed that. And then I was worried when I got pregnant the second time 
that I'm going to have it again. And so I even told myself, I said, well, if I get it again, that means that maybe it's in my genes, you know, maybe it could be genetic that maybe my mom didn't have it, but then maybe it's in my, you know, generation, you know, like with my siblings and me. But then I'm like, I'm going to try something different. I'm not going to eat as much um, calories or because with Avon, I ate a lot of rice. I was like, wow, I can eat whatever I want, you know, because I'm pregnant. I can drink. Yeah, I can drink milk. I can eat all the rice I want. And, you know, I have an excuse, right? Yeah. 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 You don't have to suck it in anymore because you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But then when my doctor said, Mary, you you know, she put a stop to that. She said, Mary, you have gestational diabetes and now you have to go on walks and watch your sugar, you know, just to make sure your glucose, just to make sure that you don't go to a certain number. So you don't pass the diabetes to your fetus or, you know, at that time was, you know, my kid. So I was like, oh man, I got to like, you know, like what you said, you constantly making changes. I had to change my eating habit as well as I started walking and, you know, poking myself just to make sure that I'm not on a certain number with this glucose stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when my second one came, I mean, you know, when we got pregnant the second time, that's why I said, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a big change. I'm going to make sure I'm going to watch what I eat. I'm going to you know, maybe do a little bit of exercise and, and just, you know, even walking and I'm going to take care of myself. And so I did that. So the second pregnancy, it just went by really smoothly. It's like, it wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't like, it wasn't hard at all. So I was like, whoa. And, and, um, you know, she's so uh, easy too, you know? So that's why I was like, wow, it's totally like night and day. Then when those two little ones are together, it's like, like I said, it's like, you know, having a twin, it's like they're always fighting or, or if I'm going to try to put them on the, I actually tried them to, um, to put them on a, like a nap schedule. Did you put like a, some kind of a nap schedule or, you know, put your kids on a schedule? Yeah, I would say they are on a schedule, but it's not incredibly strict. Like, you know, being a researcher, I did all the research on, you know, like (laughs) sleep schedules and sleep training, or like, should you just let them kind of do their own thing and follow their own rhythm? And, you know, every, you know, parent-child diet is different and what you choose to do, you know, really should be what works for you. And for me, I think it was somewhere in between, you know, where I observed what their rhythms were, and then I tried to put them on a schedule. You know, I just, I do feel strongly that a well-rested baby and a well-rested child is going to be able to, you know, receive their daily life just Mm -hmm. with so much more happiness and, you know, willingness to try new things. And, you know, like everything is connected, right? Mm -hmm. Like whether they are well-rested, whether they're eating well, whether they're playing well, like these things all work together. Yeah. So, well, for me, you know, I, I, I do try to pay attention to the schedule so they get, you know, like the adequate amount of rest. Um, but, you know, of... some days are different. You kind of have to live your life and, you know, within, within reason. Yeah. Um, some days are going to be different than others, but, you know, more or less we try to keep them on a, a schedule that's not too rigid. 
Yeah. Well, the only reason why I put them on naps, it's so that way I can, you know, do my work, whether cleaning the house or maybe uh, getting back to a little bit of a work for the business, you know, QuickBooks and all that other stuff. And so I'm like, <laughs> okay, so now I can do what I want to do, right? Yeah, that's, that. you know, I, I figured out I'm always like changing my schedule because I'm trying to figure out how I can make it work for me. And even just going to a grocery store, it was a challenge. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember the first time I got to a grocery store with my baby and I was like, okay, now what do I do? I'm in the car <laughs> with the baby at the grocery store. How do I do this? <laughs> Where do I put the car seat? He's asleep. I don't want to take him out of the car seat. But if I put in the car, if I put the car seat in the cart for the groceries, then where am I going to put the groceries? Like, it was just like this whole, like, okay, <laughs> how am I going to make this happen? And I think I got like, like, you know, maybe half of what I wanted to get because I needed to, like, well, he started crying before uh-huh. I was done. And I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And then I couldn't fit everything I wanted. And it was just such a disaster, but I did it. <laughs> yeah. It's such, it's such a production because I remember my biggest, um, um, worry back then is that okay I just need to go to that store real quick I'm not taking you know a lot of time but for me to take you know my son out of the car you know in the car seat you know he might wake up so but then you know you you don't want to leave the kid in the car because that's not good it's like you can't do that so I'm like oh shoot I just gotta do it this way so it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. such a production, you know what I mean? It is. You used to just be able to leave the house with a purse, like a small purse and your keys and I don't know, like maybe a little makeup in your wallet. <laughs> and then you could just, you know, shoot off and be somewhere right away just on your own time. But then just, I remember getting out of the house, like figuring out what goes in the diaper bag. What do they need? I don't know. I guess I'll just bring everything. And now I have like three bags. And I have a stroller and I have a carrier and I have like, uh, oh gosh. And I remember when they started eating solids, I was like, wait, now I have to bring that too. Yeah. I was just like, forget it. I'm staying home. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did most of the time when they were little. I didn't go anywhere because I'm like, it's so hard or either that. Yeah. Or either that I'll be like asking Mike, Hey, I'm not cooking. Just bring us something here because it's such a production just to go out and go grocery shopping and then come back home and cook when everything's chaotic with two little ones, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, gosh. Well, you know, I learned how I figured out a lot of things because I had one, you know, because my kids are three years apart. Mm -hmm. So now I've sort of established a lot of things like how to make meals really fast, how to Mm -hmm. know exactly what I need in the diaper bag. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine like for you, you had two really little ones, like really close as you were figuring out stuff with the first one, then you already had another one coming along. Uh-huh. So just, that is so tough. <laughs> yeah, I had to get a stroller that I can, you know, that I can put them in, you know, in both in one stroller because I, luckily yeah, like total different ball game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I remember when the kids were so little, I didn't go anywhere. It's like and if I did, yeah. it's like probably just to go grocery shopping or to do errands, or I wait for Mike when he gets home, like at 
three or four, I'll be calling him. Are you, you know, are you coming home soon so I can do this errand so I can go to the bank? I can go to the post office. I can, you know, mail this out or I can go to the grocery store. I need you here so I don't have to bring the kids. So it's like, (laughs) I know, I know now it is such a luxury just to go to the grocery store by yourself and pick out the things that you want and stroll up and down the aisles and think, oh, this might be good for this recipe or this could be tasty. Oh, can I try another sample of that? Like, (laughs) These things that you never cared about doing before that were just chores now are like a luxury. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I'm sure there's a lot of um, new moms out there, hopefully listening to this, that are probably, you know, thinking there's other women out there that are, you know, going through the same thing that you're going through, Rika, and I went through when my two little ones were little. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's it's like you just, yeah, you just got to like figure it out and it's a constant change that you have to figure out what would work for you okay oh third one okay i have a third question for you okay let's see i think you probably answered this already basically something about putting your careers on hold you made that decision early on Mm -hmm. because you knew that you need to focus on your um son correct yeah yes i did put my career on hold that's what Um, i had to do too Yeah, but, you know, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It took me a long time to be able to say that and actually mean it. Really? I was so focused on my career. You know, like, you don't, you know, take the GRE, apply for grad school, Uh you know, take out additional student loans, Uh you know, to to do all these things to have a, you know, a very career-focused future Uh to like then change course and become a stay-at-home mom and well I just I had a lot of you know cognitive dissonance going on you know it's like I want this career but also I'm a stay-at-home mom so this is just for now like anytime anyone would ask me like oh are you working right now I'd be like oh I'm just taking a break I'm going back but it has been four years and I have not gone back yet so maybe I like what I'm doing yeah well because you're still raising I mean you have what an 11 months did you say Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the, the yeah. little one is the new one. Yeah, it's eleven months, so it's gonna be probably a good, a couple of couple of years or maybe three before you revisit that. Should I work? Should I not work? But I think I had I went through that too, Rika. I was like, whoa! I worked my butt off, working full time to put myself to college, and then suddenly I had to stop because. I have to raise my kids, but I, I want to raise my kids. It's, you know, I want to be a hands-on mom because I want to make sure they grow up good human or little people, right? So I want to raise them right. And my husband is working all the time, at, you know, even now he still work all the time. So I'm always the one that's like making sure that they're going in the right direction. Now that they're teenagers, so I'm always the one who's giving advice. I'm the one who's trying to figure out how I can motivate each one of them. And, and, you know, depending on what it is, I'm trying to motivate them on because it's, it's always changing. Like if I want to motivate and as they get older, they get wiser or they get smarter because obviously they're getting older. So they're acquiring all this knowledge and experiences, but then 
when it's different when they're teenagers too, Rika, by the way, it doesn't get easier. It just gets different. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, right. Right. It took me a while to accept that too, because I kept waiting for it to get easier. And it's not going to get easier. Now it doesn't. <laughs> it just changes. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier. It just changed. But my, but I think you learn to hold the, like, you learn how to figure out how to carry the load better uh-huh. with time as a mom. Here's the thing. We're so lucky that we were, you know, we're, we figure it out, but some mom out there, they really overwhelm and they, mm-hmm. they can't adjust and, you know, figure it out. So I just think that this is why I, this is why, we're, you know, we're doing an episode about this because I just want to put it out there that you're not alone. Everyone's probably that you don't know are going through the same thing. But the biggest thing for me was I had to sit down and ask myself, where do I want to go with this? How can I make it better for me? It's give and take, you know what I'm saying? So I have to give up something. So when the kids were little, I have to give up my work or my career and where I want to go. You know, because when I was uh, when I was single, I was thinking, oh, I want to work for a big company to become a CEO and like, you know, badass female CEO running this big company. You know, that's that was my that was that's what I was thinking that I was going to do. But then after I had kids, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know what? We have a business and this business, I want to make sure this thing becomes successful. So I kind of like, yeah, I had to like redirect myself or just um, change my plan I mean it's it's not that bad I, I'm the way I'm looking at it I think this is the direction where I need to go and now that now that I think a what it's been like almost 20 years that Mike and I started the company and it's you know it's successful and I can honestly say I'm like I have no regrets you know because at the same time I was there f- full-time for my children and they are good kids you know they have good grades and I don't have to tell them to do their homeworks they just do it and they keep their grades up so so it's you know but then even when they get older as they get older you still have to guide them yeah you know I think that well for one I do feel very fortunate that in our family, we've been able to figure things out to make it work on my husband's income. And that's, you know, a hard sacrifice, I think, that a lot of families need to make and that some families simply cannot make. Um, And you're right, a lot of moms do feel very overwhelmed. And it's hard to come up for air and kind of look around and ask for help or see who is around you who can be supportive sometimes it's you know hard to yeah to know who is going to be able to help you but it is so important that as moms that we lift each other up and that we support each other and that we don't forget about our dreams we just like you i was going to be you know badass female leadership, like just all the things, <laughs> career. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and my priorities have changed in these last few years. It's been 110% about these little people who have just, you know, completely captured my heart and changed the way I see the world and the, you know, the 
what I want to leave behind. Uh huh. Your legacy, you and, mean? Is that what right, you mean? Yeah, right. yeah. You and I are on the same page on that one. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, but it, and I think we've talked about this before. Where in motherhood, it's just so easy to get lost. You know, uh-huh. just the grind of every single day. Like you just, you know, the nap schedule and the feeding and like the driving and the you know groceries and the meals and the whatever it is. You know, just the minutia of your daily life can be overwhelming. But you know, one of the things that I just had a conversation about with some other moms is, you know, take some time when you can to write down your dreams. Like, what do you want for yourself? Because to lose yourself, that's not what you want for your kids. Uh-huh. So, you know, take those moments, those very rare moments to write down what you want for your life, what your dreams, what you want them to be. And they can change. But as long as you revisit this from time to time, mm-hmm. you know, always hold on to that and remember that you can get to that and where your mind is your feet will follow. Mm-hmm. And I think those are really important things to remember and really good things to set examples for for your kids because they have dreams and kids aren't afraid to talk about them, about things that they want. And uh, it's important for us as parents to do that too. Yeah. So was there any uh, time in your life, like, you know, motherhood, you know, after being a mom, that you ask yourself, like, oh, my goodness, I'm not feeling it today. You know, it's somehow you feel like you're lost or you feel like you're, you know, you're like not achieving what you're supposed to be achieving as far as your goals. And because I know there was a time, I mean, life is not perfect. You know what I mean? You just got to go with it. You just got to keep moving. I know there was a time in my life that when the kids were little, I was like, am I going in the right direction? Or maybe this is not the direction I'm supposed to be going. Or how do I make it better? I mean, was there a time in your life, you know, that you ask yourself that? For sure. I definitely, definitely did. Like if you had been asking me these questions a couple of years ago when my son, my my older one was first born, I was lost. I was very like, what happened to my career? You know, like, who am I? I'm just like this, you know, I don't know, this person who takes care of this small child and I don't have much else. He, it felt very consuming Uh and very isolating in the beginning. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and now it's funny now I have two mm-hmm. and I don't feel like that at all. Like, I definitely feel like I have made some compromises in terms of like going out and like the freedoms and whatnot, but we, you know, we kind of talked about that where I don't crave those things as much. I recognize I'm in a different place in my life now uh-huh. and I'm happy with being able to watch my kids grow and be a part of their lives and, you know, not overwhelming myself too much and I do feel as though the kind of jobs or the kind of like the way I used to throw myself into work like that's just not something that I can do now because then I wouldn't be doing my job well or parenting well at least yeah you know to the expectations that I have for myself yeah um but yes I think I did feel that way before and now I have come more to a place where I know that 
this is what I want now. And I can always have within my power to change that. So when the time comes, when I feel ready to start pursuing my career again, more actively, that I can create a life for myself that allows me to take care of my kids and be there for them and also have a career that I can chase or develop Mm -hmm. that works within the confines of what I want for my family too. Mm -hmm. And I think it's taken me a while to accept that and to know that if that's what I want, Mm -hmm. that I can work towards that. I'm the same way with you, Rico. I did soul searching actually when I was like, I think I was like a teenager, like I was 18. Who is Mary? What does Mary want? Where does Mary want to go? Because I don't want to just go in life like floating and have no direction. And then somehow when I was in college, I did the same thing again. Soul searching, you know, all that, all that stuff, trying to figure out what direction I'm going to, where I want to go. Because first I was doing the nursing and then I switched it to business. So I changed again. And then after I had kids, then it's, I didn't expect to, um, like I said, I'm like, oh, I thought I was going to be a big female, you know, awesome CEO of a big company. And then that's not what happened. Then I'm like, am I still being productive? Am I still, you know, reaching what I need to uh, reach, you know, as far as my goals in life? So finally, I think I came into terms with myself that, you know what? this is it. Like what I said, you know, I'm just going to focus on the kids and then our business, you know, we have businesses. It's not just one. So I'm going to focus on that, you know, with my husband, because he, you know, I can't have him do it on his own. It's not possible, you know, cause he needs, you know, I'm, he, he needs my help. I had conversation with Mike about hiring someone. Then I'm like, it's almost like babysitting too, you know, because you hire someone, you pay them a lot of money, but then you end up doing you know, I don't want to micromanage. So for me to be productive and to save money, I might as well do it. And then, yes, I get things done the way it should be, the way I want it to be. And then I'm not, you know, getting pissed off at someone for not doing their job, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Right, I think we both have been very, very blessed, very fortunate to be able to design our lives in a way where we can take care of our kids the way we want to mm-hmm. and we want to, to be there for them every day. So yeah, I, I do feel very lucky yeah. in that way. And um, there are a lot of families that are struggling and having a hard time and just, you know, really just doing their best. So I'm glad we're having these conversations just so that, you know, we can hopefully inspire other support. Probably, yeah, they're probably (laughs) shocked. Like, hey, how do I deal with this? I'm not used to this. I'm, I'm a career woman. Now I got a kid. How do I, you know? Right, right. Yep. And, and in some other places, you know, um, there are more women that are getting into the workforce where they're having to juggle career and you know, raising kids, you know, like career and family. So when you're juggling with this too, and you don't know how, because you're new and kind of like, sometimes you don't know 
when to ask for help or who you need to talk to. That's why it's good to have a good um, support, you know, whether it's coming from your family or friends. So that way you can get other people's perspective to kind of like, you know, get ideas, right? So Sure. And there's a lot of, you know, community engagement, you know, people who reach out to new moms just you know, just because you're a new mom, there's a lot of resources out there to draw upon, even if you don't have family nearby or maybe friends who are in the same stage of life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think like being a new mom and having a young baby or, you know, young children is a very, very precious time in your life because it's just, you know, something that you go through that, you know, people who don't have kids might not understand and people with older kids are sort of just in a different stage. Mm-hmm. So it is really comforting and important to have support, you know, a support network yeah. of people who have children around the same age. Yep. And, Oh, and I forgot to mention this is that I feel like there's like a great grandma network really? that, you know, like, um, yeah, whether you meet them through, the community or through church or through, you know, whatever, um, you know, other, you know, groups are out there, you know, there's a lot of, um, I've met like a lot of people who are, you know, retired, who just love to be around babies and just Taking love care. to, yeah. you know, be kind of like mentor moms to you. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that, but I do know that there's a lot of uh, grandparents that are, you know, enjoying or wanting to take care of their grandbabies, you know, Mm -hmm. just to help out their kids too. Yeah. But that's good. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what, Rika, I Mm -hmm. think that it's almost an hour here and, you know, I'm so glad that you came on and I appreciate you. So maybe next time I'll invite you again. What do you think? I would love that. Okay, cool, cool. So again, folks, this is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. Don't forget to follow me. I'm on Facebook, Mary Unapologetic. And my special guest tonight is Rika. Good night. I'm so glad to be here. Good night. Uh, Okay.